This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you. Tuesday, September 5th, it is NFL opening weekend, and I am so excited to be back on the podcast. I took a little time away from the podcast, had a couple of player interviews, Craig Reynolds from the Lions a couple of months ago, and now we're rebooted, refreshed, ready to rock and roll for the 2023 NFL season JJ, former NFL safety, once again is joining the podcast every single week. We're going to break down these matchups for you, discuss some important plays, playmakers. You're going to have it all right here on the Pro Football Chase podcast. But JJ, my brother, how are you doing? Isaac, what's good, man? I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Another football season is upon us. Uh, I had an opportunity to... Um, enjoy the summer, man, and, and get back into the groove of things. But life is good. I'm excited to be back on, man. How's everything your way? Everything's going well, bro. Trying to take Pro Football Chase to the next level. Been in business talks, getting the podcast hopefully launched again this season. I got a couple of other things brewing as well. It's been a very eventful summer. Excited to get going with the NFL regular season now upon us starting on Thursday night, JJ. And you know, it's always Mm -hmm. a blast when you and I are on the podcast just talking football. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's one of the best in the business, man, and I enjoy it so much. It's kind of a stress reliever for me, man, to get a chance to talk football and and and, and to break that, break things down from an analyst point of view, man. So I'm excited for this year and excited to get football going. Well, without further ado, JJ, Thursday night football on NBC. It is the NFL regular season opener. The Super Bowl defending champions, Kansas City Chiefs, will host. The Detroit Lions, a team that is on the rise, of course, last season, a strong finish under head coach Dan Campbell, just missed out on the playoffs. They do have one of the longest playoff droughts in the NFL right now, looking to snap that. Talk with Craig Reynolds. They're hungry. They're fired up. They've had this date circled on their calendar since the NFL schedule released. So, JJ, one key factor here for this matchup, the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, we all know the value that Chris Jones brings to the gridiron, all-pro defensive tackle, almost 20 sacks last season, a guy that is a one-man wrecking crew. Well, unfortunately for the Chiefs, he continues his holdout for a long-term contract. His availability for Thursday night is looking pretty doubtful unless something happens today. And so without Chris Jones on the field, J.J., it's going to be a big loss for the Kansas City Chiefs trying to stop this high-powered Lions offense led by Jared Goff. 
Yeah, I agree that that big push up front is huge. Uh, it's been the vocal point for the Kansas City Chiefs for years to come. You know, up the middle is always taken care of from the nose always to the three technique when Chris Jones can switch and play defensive end and do different things too. So that push up front is going to um, it's going to be a look a lot different this year. You know, on the corner on the corners also on the outside, um, it's not going to have. Um, a short period of time to be able to do different things, jump different routes and route recognition as well, too. So it'd be interesting to see who they put in replace of him. Uh, I know they signed some guys, uh, some veteran guys in to kind of fulfill a role for the short time. But hopefully Chris Jones gets what's due to him at Kansas City to get their um, centerpiece back up front. Well, they did acquire Neil Farrell Jr. from the Las Vegas Raiders in a rare interdivisional trade. Now, we'll see what type of role he's going to have on Thursday night, JJ. But for the Lions, talked about them quite a bit. I mean, now they have a new mm-hmm. weapon, Jameer Gibbs. They signed David Montgomery from the Chicago Bears, and so they have a one-two punch. Craig Reynolds, of course, is a workhorse himself, and they're going to be without Jamison Williams there Standout wide receiver, he's suspended for the first six games of the regular season due to gambling violations, but they still do have Amaron St. Brown, who Mm -hmm. is one of the best emerging wide receivers, Josh Reynolds as well. And so this is a very difficult Lions offense to go up against. Now you're the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnuolo. We talked about it on the podcast. He likes to dial up a lot of pressure, especially from the secondary. Justin Reed is one of those safeties that can come and play in the box. And so this is a very fascinating matchup, JJ. Two teams, AFC versus NFC. And one thing I'm going to be looking for is this Kansas City offense. You know that Sky Moore was a rookie last year. He's taken a step up this season. Rasheed Rice, the rookie wide receiver they drafted out of SMU, he's apparently had a strong training camp. Marquez Valdez-Scantling's in year two for the Kansas City Chiefs. So when you look at this Kansas City offense with Isaiah Pacheco at running back, J.J., what are you expecting to see from them and Patrick Mahomes? Well, we know that they have a one-two punch. Uh, you know, I'm going to go back to my Georgia Southern standout alumni, my Jerry McKinnon. He's formed himself for a nice role for them as well. And uh, got a chance to sign a, a, a year contract to go back with them. Um, I'm excited what to do with their with their zone scheme, their zone front offensive line. The offensive line has always been um, kind of overlooked in a sense when you have a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, but their offensive line does a good job of running that zone scheme outside, inside zone. Isaiah does a good job of pounding between the tackles. I think Clyde has a chance here to um, to make a statement. They didn't, they didn't lock him in for his fifth, fifth-year contract, but – you know, I'm curious to see how they're going to do up front with the outside zone. They do a good job with it, and I think the running game is going to be stronger than it ever has this year coming forward. Well, now for my game pick, J.J., I know the Detroit Lions are a dangerous team. Dan Campbell has his team headed in the right direction, but I'm going to stick with the Kansas City Chiefs here, J.J., 30-27 in a tight nail-biter. Arrowhead Stadium will be the difference. That crowd is crazy the noise will play a factor even though Chris Jones is unlikely to play look for Kansas City to get some pass rush from George Karloftis the second year defensive end they're going to try to make Jared Goff uncomfortable in the pocket because he is not a runner so they want to make sure they can affect his space in the pocket don't let him sit there comfortably that will be the objective for the Chiefs defense I believe they're able to accomplish that Mahomes, maybe he starts a little bit slow because it is week one, but I expect him to get going here. Kansas City takes opening night, J.J. I'm rolling with the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Right. Uh, and I'm not too far behind you. Um, I do want to definitely want to say the Detroit Lions have one of the best, if not the top five offensive line in the league without Chris Jones being there. I think that's going to be a focus point for the Detroit Lions and one of their attack methods at going at that Kansas City defense. Um, so I think it's going to be a, a great running game, running attack game, whoever run the ball efficiently whoever converts on third down, whoever keeps drives alive is going to be the winner. But I, I do think Kansas City Chiefs um, has a little bit more experience, a little bit more to go out, a little bit more to prove, um, even though they're still one of the, not the top team in the NFL right now. I still think they're hungry uh, with some good key pieces to come in and get this victory done too. Give me Kansas City Chiefs 20-14. to 14. All right, so 2014 for JJ, 30-27 for me, both going with the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, into Sunday's slate of matchups, JJ, Sunday, September 10th, Panthers-Falcons. You know Bryce Young is QB1, and everybody's excited to see what he can do. He did play in the preseason. And then Atlanta, of course, the dynamic offensive rookie, B. John Robinson, and that run game for Arthur Smith. There's a lot to be looking at that offense, Desmond Ritter is the full-time starter for the Atlanta Falcons. And so Bryce Young does know the stadium very well from his SEC superstar days. And he's going to get help from his own rushing attack as well. Miles Sanders and a lot of that Carolina offense trending in the right direction. Another interesting situation, though, is going on in Carolina, though, as Brian Burns, their number one edge rusher, is holding out of practice. He may not play as he seeks a new lucrative contract extension. So if Burns is not able to play, J.J., that's a big loss for the Carolina Panthers. Frank Reich makes his debut, head coaching debut, I might add, for the Carolina Panthers as well. But, J.J., in this one, I'm going to have to say I really do like the Atlanta Falcons to get this opening win. They are a physical smash-mouth running team. Bijan Robinson, Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, who rushed for almost 1,000 yards as a rookie. And so I like Arthur Smith's squad to get it done, a revamped defense. They're going to make things tough for Bryce Young as well in his NFL debut. Give me Atlanta here. Yeah, home team, baby. Um, I'm excited for what Atlanta's going to do. Um, Atlanta got a lot of great key pieces on their defensive front. They hate Grady, JD, Grady Jared out with Calais Campbell. Uh, with Bud Dupree coming off the edge as well. Um, and the linebackers core is one of the top ones with Troy Anderson and um, Ellis as well. And the secondary is revamped with A.J. Terrell from coming into form. Um, uh, you know, you got Grant, you got uh, Jalen Hawkins, you got Jesse Bates who signed a nice deal to come out there and help him be the signal caller in the back end as well too. But Carolina also, like you said, they're missing a the key piece in Burns. He is one of the elite pass rushers in this division, in this league. Uh, they did sign Justin Houston on the outside. But I still think Carolina front, front from the guard to the center position is going to be a, a, a position to watch in this game. Like I said, we got guys up front that's going to do a great job of getting after the pass rusher, getting after the passer. And um, so give me, give me Atlanta Falcons here to bring it home and bring the first dub in in Atlanta. Now the Bengals and Browns, another divisional clash here. And the Cincinnati Bengals, of course, all signs point toward Joe Burrow being ready to go. He's dealing with that calf issue. And the Cleveland Browns, they open up at home. JJ, I like the Cleveland Browns here to get this win in the Battle of Ohio. Miles Garrett coming back yet again, one of the top edge rushers in the NFL. Now Denzel Ward, their number one corner, is in concussion protocol. We'll see what his status is. But Joe Burrow 
is one in four against the Cleveland Browns mm-hmm. in his career. Deshaun Watson is going to look for a fresh start this offense now with Elijah Moore, Amari Cooper, and how about the rookie Cedric Tillman out of Tennessee? He's looked good. Nick Chubb, as long as he's healthy, and that offensive line in Cleveland led by Joel Batonio, Jedrick Wills, I like them to play some smash-mouth football, J.J. They win in the trenches, and you know the, the Cincinnati Bengals always start the season slow. And so right. for those reasons, I like Cleveland to get the job done 26-17 over the Bengals. Yeah, I agree with you. And we got a Deshaun Watson with a fresh start, fresh slate. Uh, we, we're not talking about a Deshaun Watson that's coming in week 13. We're talking about a Deshaun Watson that had a whole offseason to do what he does to build chemistry with that team um, and to also get uh, get familiar with that offense. Um, you got to think about when he was in Texans, when he didn't have a lot of pieces, but now he actually have pieces for Amari Cooper, that running game that he has. And like you say, Cincinnati Bengals always starts out slow. For some reason, when it's time to play the Cleveland Browns, they struggle a little bit. I think Burrow is coming in. It's going to be kind of lightly a little bit with the calf injury. So give me Cleveland Browns as well to take care of business. Jaguars at Colts, 1 p.m. Eastern time. We get to see Anthony Richardson in action and the exciting rookie out of Florida taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars who are looking to repeat as AFC South Divisional Champions. And, you know, Indianapolis is in a tough spot, JJ. We all know the situation with Jonathan Taylor. He wanted a new deal. They didn't give it to him. They uh, fielded some trade offers, didn't trade him. Now he's on the pup list to begin the season, out for the first four games. Look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that has reloaded. They're locked and ready to go. Doug Peterson, newcomers, Calvin Ridley, the rookie running back, Tank Bigsby, Robertson Harris in the middle, and then your guy, Foy Falukan, the inside linebacker who is a tackling machine for Jacksonville, the heart and soul of that unit. I like them to get the job done against a rebuilding Colts team, J.J. We don't know what we're going to get from Anthony Richardson. It is Shane Steichen's debut coming from Philadelphia, the new head coach there. But Jacksonville, I believe, they're going to reach a new level, new heights. I expect Trevor Lawrence to once again thrive in that offense year two. 31-16, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I think Jacksonville is just a more complete team at this time of the year. Uh, Indianapolis Colts has been kind of up and down. They don't know what direction they want to go. Uh, they just figured out that Richardson to be the starting quarterback. The running game uh, for a rookie quarterback is, is, a key, is a key piece to that. Because, like I said, you don't know how the defense is going to attack you. That gives you comfortable. That gives you time to, to visualize and see different things on the field as they come. Even though you want to keep the game short and keep them completions and keep them in rhythm, the running game is a key centerpiece. And I just don't know, uh, without Jonathan Taylor in the back end, how would they be able to hold and sustain the Jacksonville Jaguars front seven. So for all those reasons, give me Jacksonville Jaguars as well to come up with the dub. Bucks at Vikings. Baker Mayfield will make his start for Tampa Bay. And he was able to fend off Kyle Trask for the starting quarterback job. And Minnesota now, they're going to look for another good year from Kirk Cousins. As we know, Minnesota had themselves a pretty solid year under first-year head coach Kevin O'Connell. Now he's in year two. JJ, Minnesota, from a roster standpoint, they are way more talented on both sides of the ball right now. Tampa You know, Baker Mayfield's there. They're giving him another chance. 
But when you look at what Minnesota has brewing, and I love the addition of Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator, trying to bring a new style of physicality on the defensive end. That's where they lacked last season. Getting a contract done for Daniel Hunter, getting him back on the field is big for Minnesota. And I like that offense. Justin Jefferson, he's about to get paid. I look for him to have a big game against Tampa. And when you look at what Alex Madison is in line for, being the new RB1 with Dalvin Cook out of the building, I expect big things from Alexander Madison in that Minnesota run game to give him a a well-balanced offense with Kirk Cousins. They'll be at home. Give me Minnesota by 10, JJ, 27-17. Yeah, um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have looked a lot different underneath Todd Bowles. Um, I think they are at the same time they're filling in some key pieces. Uh, Baker Mayfield is a huge step. Uh, they had a, he had a great preseason game. Uh, the running game was just a little different without playoff playoff Lenny back there as well too. Russell Gage is out. That's a big hurt to their wide receiver core. And um, just seeing some things where I think even Mike Evans might not even be back this year. So and you know just the front office things for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is just kind of be shaking for them to kind of lock in and do some different things. So give me Minnesota. They're locked in, ready to go. Kurt Cousin with the mustache, ready to go. Uh, I think they'll do some great things this year. So give me Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, Kirk with the stash, man. That's a that's an interesting look for sure, but should be a good game. <laughs> but next matchup, J.J., Titans at Saints. Now, Derek Carr, we have another quarterback in a new place as he makes his debut with the New Orleans Saints. He does have familiarity with Dennis Allen as he was there with the Raiders for a little bit. So there is that connection. And Tennessee, now they interplay. They acquired DeAndre Hopkins in free agency. And they're going to go with Ryan Tannehill. Of course, King Henry still in the backfield. This will be an intriguing matchup to open up the season, JJ. But I have to say, I do like the way this Saints team has been constructed right now. Derek Carr, if he can show a glimmer of the potential that he's once shown with the Raiders, this Saints offense can do some stuff with Jamal Williams now who will fill in for Alvin Kamara during his suspension, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas is fully healthy, Jawan Johnson at tight end. I like New Orleans to get the job done here with their home crowd that's going to play a big factor, the noise, and I just don't know if I'm convinced that Ryan Tannehill can get the job done and stay in pace with this Derek Carr-led Saints offense. 30-20, to I look for Cam Jordan and that defense to Mario Davis to really load the box, try to limit Derrick Henry, and I like the Saints to get a week one victory, 30-20. Mm, not so fast, my friend. I like Tennessee Titans here to come in and take care of business. I think King Henry here is excited to come back with his new weapon he has outside with DeAndre Hopkins. I'm ready to see Traylon Burks take the next step as well, too, with Nick Westbrook. And I'm just excited to see what this defense can do as well with Jeffrey Sermon signing the big deal coming back, Danico Autry up front, Harold Landry, Landry. In the middle as well, doing some great things too. So I think they're going to have a a way to kind of sneak in there and get a dub. It's going to be very tight. But give me Tennessee Titans over New Orleans Saints, 17 to 14. All right. So low scoring game. You're thinking for that one. 49ers at Steelers. JJ, same implications here for the 49ers. Their top edge rusher, Nick Bosa. All of a sudden, he is holding out still. Did not participate in training camp. He wants a big money deal and so 
his status for Sunday's opener in Pittsburgh is very much in question. But with Bosa or without Bosa, I'm very high on the Pittsburgh Steelers, JJ. I think this team is going to surprise some people. I know you've been very fond of Mike Tomlin as well. But when you look at Kenny Pickett, his development here in year two, they've looked good in the preseason. And then when you have a receiver like Pickens on the outside who just is making some monster catches, you're seeing Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, my guy in the backfield, a nice one-two punch. I really like what Pittsburgh can accomplish this season. The 49ers, yes, are regarded as one of the top teams in the NFC once again. Brock Purdy is in the saddle as the starting quarterback. But JJ, I like... This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply the Steelers to win this game 26-23 I think Purdy makes the throws he needs to make when the time uh, comes in crunch time I look for this Mike Tomlin team to be ready to go at home and I like them over San Francisco here yeah I agree with you I had a chance to um just actually see the Pittsburgh Steelers up live man and they, they just look a lot different than they have in the past few years I think, you know, the workers and everything that they have, they got a good chemistry up there with Kwan Kwan Alexander, uh, Keon O'Neal in the back end, as well as KZ with Patrick Peterson on the outside as well to match up with uh, Joey Porter Jr. And um, T.J. Watt, man, he's already in midseason form and that running game and that offensive core with Darnell Washington helping to block and be an extra swing tackle for those guys and and blocking tight end, man. Uh, I think they're just a different force a team that's focused, a team that's locked in with great chemistry, and I think that's hard to beat nowadays in the NFL. So, yeah, give me Pittsburgh Steelers to win uh, by a large margin. Cardinals commanders here. It's it's between Joshua Dobbs and Clayton Toon to start for Arizona. Kyler Murray remains in the pup list as he recovers from that torn ACL. It'll be Sam Howell for the commanders who started Week 17's game against the Cowboys. Eric Bieniemy is now the offensive coordinator there in Washington. JJ, I'm going to keep this one simple. I like Washington here to win their home opener, the Cardinals right now, with a new head coach, Jonathan Gannon, Monty Fort, the new GM. It's a new regime, and right now it looks like they're embracing the rebuild, of course trading Isaiah Simmons, but right now Washington, they've looked pretty good in the preseason. Defensively, you know that front seven, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, you know they're going to be a, a trouble for any offense they face. But Sam Howell, he's got something cooking with Terry McLaurin. We'll see his status on Sunday. But they have some weapons for 
Sam Howell to, to take advantage. Brian Robinson in the backfield and Jahan Dotson, the second-year wide receiver. So give me Washington 28-16 over the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, too. Yeah, the defense win championships, man, and Washington Commanders defense, even leading off from the playoff games that they um, – uh, or towards the later of the season that they played last year, man, was on a great foot and a great start. So, uh, yeah, defense wins, and I think uh, the commander's defense just going to be too much for Arizona Cardinals. And um, Josh, I think is Josh Dobbs may be starting, even though he's a great uh, proven veteran guy. But I just think that defense will look too much to get me commanders as well. Texans at Ravens, C.J. Stroud, rookie, making his debut, and it comes against a very tough opponent, the Baltimore Ravens. Even without Marlon Humphrey, that Ravens defense is always going to be ready to go, especially when you got an anchor like Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen. And then you look at that pass rush, J.J. Baltimore is going to get after you any way they want with an aggressive approach. And so for me, I like Lamar Jackson. I like the new implements that they have put with Todd Munkin as their OC. They're going to try to incorporate a different style of offense. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and then Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, who I believe is going to be the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Give me the Ravens here, J.J., 34-17. I think they're going to blow the Texans out. There is a lot of optimism for Demeco Ryans and what he's got going, but unfortunately for him and C.J. Stroud, it's a very tough week one matchup. Baltimore all day in this one. Yeah, Baltimore comes with a very stacked team, very veteran team as well. Uh, we know Texas and um, Miko Ryan, he does a great job with every team, every defense that he has. But I think the first game is just a little too much firepower coming from Baltimore uh, with those guys, Mark Andrews, as well as Odell Beckham and Zay Flowers, like you stated as well. Michael Pierce up front on the defense, Rokon Smith, Patrick Queen, Patrick Quinn. Um, on the back end and the linebacker core. So I think it's a little too much for Stroud. I think the running game is going to be key for them. Damian Pierce, um, a 229 guy coming from South Georgia, did a great job last year of doing it. Uh, Nico Collins on the outside for them as well. It's going to make some big play, get big plays, and it'll be a key part of their offense. But like you said, it takes a while to kind of get going offensively for a rookie quarterback. And um, I think, that, like you said, the Baltimore Wave is, is veteran season and ready to go and prove haters um, differently this year. So give me Baltimore Ravens. Packers at Bears, JJ, and we get to see Jordan Love finally, and there's a lot of excitement and buzz. Justin Fields was able to meet him at Eddie Jackson's Elite Camp, and, and uh, you know, he looks ready to go, man. And I think this Bears offense, they're ready to explode now with DJ Moore. And then in the backfield, I think there's a lot of excitement around what Khalil Herbert can do. Roshan Johnson, the rookie running back as well. Defensively, Matt Eberflus, I think he's going to have that unit ready to go signing Tremaine Edmonds in free agency was a big move for Chicago's defense. There's been a lot of talk about Jordan Love and for the Packers and how is he going to look in a very young offense, two rookie tight ends and Musgrave. And then you got uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson and they're able to retain Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. But for you, J.J., from what you've been able to see from Jordan Love, do you think that this Packers team is going to be in contention in the NFC North? Well, um, I feel like they, they'll get a lot more. They'll do a lot more than a lot of people expect. Uh, we all know that Aaron Rodgers was great, but Jordan Lowe had a great preseason as well, too. 
I think if the key for him this year is going to be being consistent, um, not trying to do too much, go through your progression, the first two reads, hand it off to the two-headed monster you got back there in the backfield, and let your defense do as do, does what the Green Bay defense does, which is uh, make get off third downs, which they have been good in the last few years on being um, great on third down conversion. So I think the Green Bay Packers is going to be better than a lot of people expect. I think they'll be in at least the, the second or third, but I, I just think uh, the Minnesota Vikings is, is probably going to just win that division overall. Well, I'm definitely intrigued to see how Love looks on Sunday. It's going to be a good game, NFC North Divisional rivalry right off the bat, but I, I like the Bears here, JJ, 24-21 in a close game. Give me Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears offense to come through with a victory on their home field. Yeah, I agree with you as well. I know this game is going to be one, one, one in the trenches. If our Green Bay offensive line and their receivers can be consistent, um, start the game off making the catches that they can make, and um, and the Chicago Bears can do what they do. And like I say, Justin Fields is protected and upright. They have a great chance of winning. So for the same case, give me Chicago Bears to win this as well. Raiders at Broncos, JJ. We get to see Sean Payton make his debut against the Las Vegas Raiders. And this is going to be another good one here, JJ. When you look at Sean Payton, you look at Russell Wilson, what are you expecting to see from this Denver team as they face the Las Vegas Raiders? I expect this team to be able to spread the, spread the football and put it down the field. That's something that was lacked, but we know in Sean Payton offense, dating all the way back to Breeze and the great things that he does. He does a good job of reading the field from high to low and spreading the ball out deep, taking the shots, getting the defense to back off some, which opened up the run game at some of their split zone offensive scheme that they do. And defensively, they always have one of the best top defensive units in the league. So I'm excited to see Russell Wilson spread this offense out a little bit and, and chunk the ball down the field. Um, uh, to some of their playmakers that they have. Now, Jimmy Garoppolo is now the quarterback one for the Raiders, and Josh McDaniels has a lot of familiarity with him going back to New England. Josh Jacobs, they finally got him signed before the regular season. That was big for the Raiders as he's the reigning rushing leader. And so they signed Max Crosby to a big deal, but they went out and got Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher from Texas Tech, coming out. Are you a buyer on the Raiders right now? Or are you still not sure? Um, I'm not too sure. I just want to know what their identity is. Uh, we all know that Josh Jacob was a guy that was well-deserved. He came out and beat the odds last year and um, was one of the top rushers in the league. And we all know that he was well-deserved of what he got. I'm just glad to see that part is finally over behind him so he can play football. But I just don't know the identity that we're getting with them. Even though they signed Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, we know – you know, he's a very efficient quarterback and what he does as well, too. Um, but I just want to know the identity that they have. Um, I just don't know. Like I said, I tried to see some this preseason, didn't see a lot. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out week one, how they attack uh, defensively, how they attack offensively. And I think that'll be a crucial part of who they are down the line in the middle of this season. Well, when it comes down to this matchup, J.J., I'm going to go with Russell Wilson in Broncos country, 23-17. I like Javante Williams is back and fully healthy. They're going to try to set the tone in the trenches. That's something Sean Payton has said all offseason. I think they're able to get that job done, control the time of possession. That defense is nasty, led by Pat Sertan. Give me the Denver Broncos here by six over the Raiders. Yeah, um, I know I know the, the Raiders have a good pass rush. 
and um, Crosby as, and as well as Jones. But outside of those two, I just know the back end, the middle of it is just kind of mediocre, middle of the pack type of defense, the secondary linebacker. And for that reason, I think Russell Wilson has come back to approve a year with Sean Payton as well to show that he's one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. Give me less ride, Denver, Denver Broncos country, baby. All right, next game here, Eagles at Patriots. Who are you going to ride with in this one? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. As much as I want to go against the Philadelphia Eagles, man, they're coming back stacked this year, even more stacked this year um, with, with the Hurts. I think he got some more to prove as well to the running game with DeAndre Swift. It's going to be huge. I'm excited to see how he get into this RPO offense and let some of his playmaking ability showcase a lot. The receiving core that they have is top to none. Just from top to bottom of this list, Philadelphia Eagle is pretty strong, man. I think they uh, got a bitter taste from the Super Bowl last year, so give me Philadelphia Eagles to take care of business here. Not so fast, man. Upset pick of the week right mm. here, JJ. I'm going with Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to knock off the Philadelphia Eagles 26-24 the defense for New England, you know, is always going to be a strength. Kyle Duggar, you look at Matt Judon coming off the edge. Mac Jones, this is a big year. They brought in Bill O'Brien trying to reshape that offense, sign Ezekiel Elliott to be the number two behind Ramondre Stevenson, signed Juju Smith-Schuster, brought in Mike Gusecki to pair with Hunter Henry. So those two tight end sets, I believe the Patriots are going to look to go with quite a bit. They're at home. Give me the Patriots, JJ. I know the Eagles are looked at as the favorites coming out of the NFC, getting to the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts coming off a monster season. But it is week one, and if there's time for upsets, it's definitely in week one. So give me the Pats here. I think this is going to be a good game. Yeah, I agree with you, too. Uh, I don't think it's concerning me with the Patriots, just that offensive line. I know they're trying to figure some things out by front to be able to keep Matt Jones upright as well. The running game is going to be a huge piece to take off some pressures with them as well. But I just think uh, the Philadelphia Eagle front seven, man, is pretty one of the top three in the league. It's going to create some pressures and some different things to Mac Jones. So give me Philadelphia. I'm sticking with Philadelphia Eagles. Dolphins at Chargers, 425 p.m. Eastern time. It should be fireworks. Tua versus Justin Herbert. You know, both offenses, we all know what they're capable of. J.J. Defenses. They're going to have it hard. Miami without Jalen Ramsey as he suffered that meniscus injury. He's likely going to be sidelined until December. But I still like Miami here. I think this Dolphins team, I think they're ready to take the next step under Mike McDaniels. And Tua is looking good. He added some bulk this offseason, trying to make sure he can stay healthy. And then when you look at Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, and then adding Devon A-Chain to the backfield, the rookie running back out of Texas A&M. I think that firepower is going to be hard to overcome, even with the Chargers offense and Justin Herbert and who they have uh, at his disposal, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and even Kellen Moore calling the plays coming over from Dallas. But 37-31, I think the Dolphins are able to make a couple of crucial turnovers. They get the job done here. Uh, give me the Chargers here, baby. Boat up. I think the Chargers this year is coming back. Uh, Herbert had heard the noise, and it's time for him to take that next leap to be an eliteness, which he has all the calibers. Watch him on him this all season. Um, I watched him this preseason make the throws that he can make consistently and be smarter and making great consistent decisions. Uh, I think their offense is going to be great with Kellen Moore to be able to utilize some weapons that he normally had in, in Dallas, but a little bit more as well, too. So give me the Chargers here with their great defense. 
as well as Keller Moore on the offense to make a change and help Herbert take that next step. Rams at Seahawks, JJ. I like Seattle here. Right now, the Rams are a very similar predicament as the uh, Indianapolis Colts, the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, they're, they're not so much built to be a contender right away this season. Lost some veterans, very young squad. Seattle, meanwhile, they've reloaded and they're ready to rock and roll. Now, Jamal Adams, we know, is going to be out for week one as he's still recovering from that injury he suffered last season. But when you look at the makeup of this roster and what Pete Carroll has going, J.J., it's hard not to like that one-two punch at running back with Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker. I look for them to just continue to control the ground game. Geno Smith looking for another big game. Jackson Smith and Jigba, the rookie wide receiver, he's not likely to play because he's working his way back from wrist surgery. But do not forget about Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and what he's able to bring to the table. 27-21, give me Seattle. Yeah, I like Seattle here. Pete Carroll always does a good job year in and year out and get those guys to play and rattle around whoever's in the game. Geno Smith in his second full season underneath the center. I think he's going to take scribes and keep doing what he does. We know he's not a turnover machine. He's going to be consistent in where he does. Depending on the running game, dink and dunk down the field, get off the field, make third downs conversion, complete the ball in the red zone as well as the punching in. So give me Seattle here. Take care of the Rams. We are now into prime time. The Dallas Cowboys taking on the New York Giants. It is almost that time, JJ. You know, how about them Cowboys? It's all about the Dallas Cowboys for me. Born in Dallas, all those of you who are now just tuning into the podcast, you know, I'm a, I'm a Cowboy fan. It's been rough, JJ. We all know, played for the Dallas Cowboys. They traveled to MetLife Stadium on Sunday night. I'm very nervous for this one. The Cowboys have owned the Giants in this matchup since Dak Prescott took over as quarterback, and we're going to see Brandon Cooks make his debut for the Dallas Cowboys, lining out there with CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. But the Giants, to their credit, J.J., they also have made some upgrades, bringing in Waller at tight end, and then you look at what they've been able to accomplish, signing Saquon Barkley, ending his holdout. They got some weapons, Paris Campbell, adding him to the mix. So this is going to be a, a typical NFC East smash mouth football in prime time, JJ. I'm excited for this one. And you know, I got to roll with my Cowboys 27-24. This is a new era, JJ. Mike McCarthy is taking over the play calling. He wants yeah. to run that West Coast offense. Wants to run the ball a little bit more. Now he's got Tony Pollard as RB1. Deuce Vaughn, the rookie. You got Rico Dowdle, who made the 53. Offensive line is intact right now. Yeah. So I like Dallas and this defense under Dan Quinn. They should be a top five defense. Look for them to generate some rush at Daniel Jones, even though that Giants offensive line has been rekindled. But it'll be a tight one, too close to call. But give me the Cowboys. By game-winning field goal, Brandon Aubrey puts it through the uprights. 27-24, Dallas Cowboys win. Yeah, the G-Man is coming a lot different this year. But the Dallas Cowboys, man, their roster right now from top to bottom is probably one of the best in the league. Uh, Dak Prescott, uh, I think he heard the noise from the, the pickup from Trey Lance. And I think this defense, Dan Quinn, want to take it to the next level. They got every key piece, even with stuff on Gilmore on the outside to compare with Diggs. That's one of the best cornerback duos in the league right now. Give me those guys to left off, to pick up where they left off from 
in the, towards the end of the year, give me the Cowboys to take care of business on primetime. In the last matchup here of week one, Monday Night Football, J.J. Bills at Jets, Aaron Rodgers, the much-anticipated debut at MetLife Stadium. The Buffalo Bills are hungry. I think they go to MetLife, J.J., and I think they pull an upset, even though everybody's expecting Aaron Rodgers to get the job done. I think Buffalo, they have a chip on their shoulder, and I think Josh Allen is able to come through. J-E-T-S-S, Jets, 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 baby. I think Aaron Rodgers is coming to put a showdown to those guys and show them that it just wasn't all of, you know, the coaching staff and the Green Bay Packers. I think that defense for the Jets is one of the top ones. I think they're going to figure out a way to get behind, to get that past that offense line of Buffalo Bills. Give me the Jets here to take care of business on Monday Night Football. All right, so you're going with the Jets. I'm with the Bills, and that does it for week one, JJ. It's going to be a fun Weekend of NFL football starting in a couple of nights on Thursday, September 7th. It's always a pleasure to have you on the podcast, JJ. Much love, brother. Looking forward to an exciting year of football. Yes, sir. Isaac, thank you again, man. It's a pleasure to be here a year later with you, man, and talk some great football. You're one of the best in the business that does it. And thank you, man, to have me on. And I'm excited to see these key matchups and see how they play out. Well, take care. God bless, man. And we'll uh, be back here on the Pro Football Chase podcast next week for week number two. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.